I'm very hungry. Give me the french fries. Give me the bread. Give me the hot dog. Give, 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 give me the rice. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Giving You the Business. This is where we highlight local businesses, give them a little bit of traction, a little bit of airtime, a little bit of play, and hopefully it'll grow their business. We want to do more of this, don't we? Making your dollars make sense. That make, yeah, making your dollars make sense. So today, we are pleased and excited to have Carol Hampton, the owner of The Date Catering. Carol is the proud owner of the Day Catering, a full-service catering and event planning company in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. She was born and raised right here in Dallas, Texas, and is currently a member of Concord Church. She has a BBA in marketing from Prayer Review A&M University in Prayer Review, Texas. Carol, welcome to the show. Thank you both so much. Thank you for inviting me. So, Carol, right out of the gate, tell us how you got the name, The Date. Where'd that come from? Oh, okay. All right. All right. I see you you guys are serious about this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We're trying to pretend (laughs) like like we're really doing something. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, the name The Date um, came about. Uh, uh, was whenever I needed to, you know, a client came my way wanting to, you know, hire me or, you know, uh, or get a quote from me regarding my services. One of the uh, questions I have to ask each and every one is, what's the date of your event? And so with that, just asking that question like 10 million times, I'm like, okay, the date. <laughs> and so that's how I came up with the name, the date. That's that totally cool. makes sense. Totally makes sense, <laughs> especially for me because I need a date. Oh well, you, you okay. took a hard right, wait, 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 wait. you took a hard right turn on All right, Get back on track. Get back on track. <laughs> so, Carol, tell us about the business and how you got started. Uh, did it start a long time ago? Was it something that just hit you and you were good at it? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. So, um, I think um, catering started maybe probably at the age of when I fell in love with cooking. So there was probably about the age of nine or 10. Um, My grandmother, uh, every Sunday after church, I would go home with her just about every other Sunday and, and cook. She, she was one of those um, cooks and I fashioned myself with, you know, season, um, you know, food with no measurement cup, None of that, you know, just no reading um, 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 uh, instructions or anything like that. Uh, So we both, you know, kind of seasons until the seasoning gods tell us to stop. So we (laughs) add this. So 
and, and so it, it kind of started there with my grandmother. And from there, I would have girlfriends, family members or whatever. I would say, oh, Carol, can you make this? Carol, can you make that? And so, again, I've been cooking ever since I can remember. Now, do you use measuring cups? Here's the big question. Uh-oh. Do you use measuring cups Uh-oh. when you uh, cook or you old school, like a pinch of this and a pinch of that? And- pinch of this, you know, pinch that. But what I normally do, if it's a brand new recipe, yes, I go exactly how the author of the recipe tells me how to cook it. And then normally from there, I once I cook it exactly like they instructed, I taste it. If it's okay, then I, I kind of stick with whatever, thing, whatever they have. But normally I'm adding something to it or taking it away. So I'm always improvising on a sure recipe. Wow. I need a recipe. I heard she makes a mean peach cobbler. I need some peach cobbler right now, actually. When, yes, when can we yes, get the yes. peach cobbler, girl? We need to come pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to put you on my list now because I was just on a website yesterday and um, just happened to come across someone who made a peach cobbler. And the way she designed her crust just on the peach cobbler, oh, my God, I cannot wait to make a peach cobbler. She had some braids. She braided the crust some type of way. and did some, I can't wait to uh, switch it up, switch it up. I'm going to normally I just kind of put the crust, you know, do a little something. But hers was uh, magnificent. And so when the next time anyone gets a peach cobbler from me, they're going to say, oh, my God, it's too pretty to eat. I want to hear that coming. <laughs> so put Mike on mine and Ken on his. Yeah. Right. So we won't get them exactly. mixed up. And speaking of braids, I see you got some braids going on there. Looking good, Carol Hampton. Oh, yes. You know, with, you know, with the pandemic and COVID, you know, you just can't do Go to the beauty shop, you know, like I normally would. And I just say, oh, my God, I got to get something that where I can um, <laughs> not have to think about it for a minute. And so here we go. We got right. So, so shout out to all my ancestors who didn't have the luxury of going to a hairdresser. Right. Speaking of the pandemic. The business that you are, your side hustle business is very social in nature. So how were you forced to adapt during the uh, pandemic? And number two of that, part two of that question, will you continue to do those things once we're out of the pandemic? Yeah, um, great question. Yes, uh, pandemic. um, Companies like mine, restaurants or internet, I mean, it hit us hard. I mean, I mean, it's so many businesses that have went under because of it. So, yeah, and it led me to, you know, getting a, a job, you know, uh, I say that like it's, it's a, a disease or something, but, it, <laughs> it, it, you know, I ended up having to get, you know, do something to get some more income. But, yeah, so just so what, March of last year, where I had about 25, 30 um, events on the books for the year, by February, they were all totally gone, complete wow. I mean, calendar wiped clean. So, so yeah, so we, we had to pivot. We surely had to pivot. And so then it was my moniker, I say, you know, um, the date catering to go-go. So that's what it was about. It was, you know, people uh, just wanted, you know, they, it got to a point where people were just tired of their own cooking. Mm. It's not that they couldn't cook or anything. They were just sick and tired of their own cooking. 
So when it came up for special holidays, like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, yeah, because we, you know, it, it just kept going on and on. We made specialty um, um, offerings during that time. And we had uh, pickup air locations, we had delivery. So, you know, they got that Thanksgiving because, you know, just think about uh, Thanksgiving. You know, everybody comes with their special dish. You know, I do, you know, somebody comes with peach cobbler, somebody comes with potato salad or whatever. Well, guess what? That aunt that made that best potato salad that you ever had in your whole life that didn't include raisins, shout out to the <laughs> No raisins. Um, Please, no raisins in the potato salad. Oh, hell no, Karen. <laughs> no, Karen. Okay. So <laughs> they were not getting their, their potato salad. I mean, because she came in from Detroit, you know, it's not like she's going to, you know, you can get the potato salad. So, so, so people were able to get those, um, those comfort foods that they normally like, but they just didn't cook it. So, so we were able to, you know, to help, you know, with that, especially, you know, when it came to gumbo, shrimp and grits, you know, you love it, but you know, you just, you don't know how to make it, but you know, you want it. And so we were, we kind of uh, made our way into that, to that segment. So where. Um, it was great. Someone created a, a Facebook uh, and it's still really active now. It was DFW Black Owned Businesses. And I'm just telling you, when I tell you when that when the pandemic hit and that popped up, we've had so, uh, you know, good support where, you know, everyday people looking for something. And that that I've, I from that website, I mean, that Facebook uh, group, I think I probably got about three or four accounts. Just based on uh, just that alone, and those people would have never, ever, ever uh, uh, known for me. No, no, I mean, would have even never known that I existed if it wasn't for that particular Facebook group. Now, you mentioned something just a second ago that's near <laughs> and dear to my heart: food, gumbo. <laughs> and I understand that you partner with a, uh, a gentleman in this area who makes. Probably the best gumbo in the DFW for with Metroplex. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, yes. So here we go. Yes, this is my partner in crime. This is my yin to my cooking yang. This is the one that, oh my God, when I don't think I know how to do it. I mean, it's I mean, he has just been been a blessing. It's just been a blessing to partner with uh, Lauren Branch of Branches Bistro. Um, his uh, wife introduced us to each other. Uh, she knew I catered. We, I knew her from another girlfriend, another set of girlfriends. As a matter of fact, your two wives, uh, ex-wife. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Donna, bless her heart. Um, and then your Karen wife, um, uh, Mike, Kathy. So, and that's how I got to know them. Well, um, one day she said, hey, my husband wants to, you know, he's, he's trying to get into catering. You know, if you ever need some help, you know, um, uh, call him up. He would be, you know, great, great. To, I mean, he would, he would really love to, you know, to help you out. So sure enough, about a few months later, I had this couples party. It's probably about 20 couples. And uh, the person who was going to bartend um, called and said, hey, you can make it. Got sick or something. I can't remember. It was, it was, it was what, three, four years ago. And I said, oh, my God, oh, my God, who can I call? And I called up Allie. The next thing I know, Lauren is at Jaja Hotel with me. And, and the way he tells the story, <laughs> he walks in. And the first, and what I do is, oh, hey, Lauren, 
I hand him a bag of sugar, um, apple martini mix, vodka, and some martini glasses. And I said, keep the martini glasses filled. And <laughs> he made apple martini. That, that sounds was, pretty that good. Yeah. I know. That was a customer sick trick. Can you put those in a to-go cup too? Along with the peach cobbler? <laughs> and the gumbo. <laughs> and the gumbo. <laughs> I'm hungry right, right now. Exactly. <laughs> Lunchtime. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's how and from that day, from that event, Lauren and I have collaborated just about on ninety-nine percent of our bits. We both keep our same, you know, individual names, branches bistro and the date. But there again, we collaborate on um, just about everything. As a matter of fact, I was at his house yesterday picking up the shrimp and grits. But let's get back to the gumbo. Yes, <laughs> gumbo king. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren Branch is a gumbo king. I only thing I do is I cut up seasoning, <laughs> cut up sausage, I clean the shrimp. You know, I'm that part. But when it comes to that roux, I'm not touching it with a ten foot bowl. <laughs> not at all. A roux. <laughs> The gumbo king. If you make some roux, that's like 70% right there. Okay. You got to know what you're doing for the roux. What? No? Roux is 95%. I was low. Of gumbo. That's why your gumbo not as good as as Lauren's. (laughs) I mean, anybody can. Anybody can saute some shrimp. Anybody can saute some sausage. You, anybody can cut up onions and all of that stuff. And that's called the uh, the Trinity. You know, the Trinity goes into huh. to, uh, that gumbo. The Trinity. They putting no. they putting some spirituality in that gumbo. That's why it tastes so good. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and some lobster. Hey, Lord. But if you don't if you don't get that that a uh, right, it can be too light. It can be too dark, but if you just don't have that right mix, it, it's 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 all about the root. Huh. Well, so that's like yeah, a racist it's gumbo. It's all about the root, right? If it's too dark, see, I don't know about that. Right? Can we just get along yeah. with the gumbo? <laughs> well, I do. I, I will say this: um, I've hired Carol several times. Uh-huh. So have you? And to see them in action, mm-hmm. these are two of the hardest working people. That I've ever seen. So if you hire Carol and Lauren, they gonna work hard for you at a good price. Oh, that's good price is good. Yes. Good price is is good. Within your budget. Within the budget. Now and that reminds me, okay, so you know I'm gonna bring it up, right? So you've done two major events for me, right? The first one, uh actually the second one was my film premiere. You did a phenomenal job at that. Um, and I can't stop singing your praises for the way you handled uh, this whole entire studio movie grill. I mean, you had everything going from the, the general seating to the VIP. We sold the whole place out. So you definitely were on point with that. But the first one you ever did for me was my daughter's Sweet 16 party. And I remember one thing from that party. You know what I'm going to talk about. So you can add it to the gumbo and the martini and the peach cobbler. Uh-huh. You made or you had made these cupcakes that were, I don't know what else to, 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 to assimilate them to, but they were like crack because they had me in the corner just kind of shivering and shaking oh, Lord. <laughs> until I got another one. Not and I crack. just following Carol around, can I get another? How much for one cupcake? Please, just one cupcake. 
You had those cupcakes. Oh, oh my God. My now God. I understand someone made those for you. Tell us about that part. Yes, yes. It was it was all about the cupcakes. And so um, shout out to uh, Gabby McVeigh, Gabrielle McVeigh. You guys may remember her. She was one of the uh, students at St. Phillips. Her mom worked there at that time. And she started a cupcake company. And um, Crack cupcakes. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's called Crack Cupcakes. cupcakes. Yes. Kids don't so do good. drugs. <laughs> yes. The Crack Cupcake Company. Cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Just need one. <laughs> yes, and she supplied those. Um, I ordered from her. That was probably my, she was my go-to for cupcakes at that time. But uh, now she has blown up. She's moved to California, and she's cupcake to, cup, I mean, uh, caterer to the stars. Mm-hmm. So she has a she has a YouTube page, I think, and an Instagram, and she's written a cookbook. So, yeah, when she first started out, little, little Gabby was just making these fabulous cupcakes mm. and um but yeah yeah that's where the cupcakes came from but Ooh. your daughter sweet 16 that was and I, I don't know if i ever told you this kim but that was really my first major event where i had to you know with so many moving parts i mean from the venue to the guest list to the um you know your daughter the hip-hop lesson <laughs> to, to all of that you know, the red the carpet and, right yeah red carpet you know the whole bit the candy station you know all of that so i mean centerpieces i mean you know as as um as the saying goes oh i tried to spend all your coins carol had me gee i was probably the most difficult part of that whole party <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't spend that. Ken, Ken, it's only 16 months. Oh, I'm okay. Lord. It's your baby. You know, I was like, okay. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. And, and well, I'll put it this way. The, you know, it was a lot of difficult parts, but the most difficult at the party that night was keeping the parents out of the party because <laughs> they, wanted oh. to, they wanted to do I said, because, you know, we had a waiting room for the parents right. at that time. No one was driving. He was 16. So we had a lot of, you know, minors there. Well, what major, you know, majority of the party uh, goers were, were minors. But, you know, the parents. So we had a room for the parents where they can have little snacks and eat. But I can that was my biggest um, my biggest assignment that night was. Can y'all get out of here? Parents, parents were trying to get the party on. Let's have a party. She mm-hmm. had this, Mike. I know you were there. Mm-hmm. But I remember the specifics. See, Carol had this event on on such a lockdown you know running like a machine kind of event we had remember dale was like six eight 320 pounds <laughs> built like hulk hogan he was uh, he was at the uh at the front door and no one was getting right in with anything right and then uh and correct me if i'm wrong and i'll and i'll bleep this out if i'm not allowed to say this but didn't you have a friend there that was like a dea agent yes 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 yes, yes so there was yes. no alcohol being consumed by any any of the minors, we had the parents had the entire separate location where they were doing it. I mean, she had this thing running like clockwork. I did not have to do a thing at all except enjoy and bask in my daughter's glory and and eat cupcakes and eat those crack cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, I, if I could have ground them up and snorted them, oh, I probably would. Oh Lord! <laughs> but no, but that's the. <laughs> I, you know what? Descriptive words to describe these these food items. Okay. I would love to see you do that. 
Ken, Snort a cupcake. What's Ken doing over there with all that well, icing, icing on his face, on his nose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, but that was no. That is the sign of a great event planner is if the person, and it's my opinion, if the person that's hiring her doesn't feel any stress about anything, all they have to do is get pretty and show up. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, if, if you have to get stressed and do 101 things and run around and do this, or you, you, it's just not a good event, right? Because you right. can't enjoy it. That is the true, true essence of a good event plan. And I will say I'm sold out for the date. So you guys with that gumbo and those crack cupcakes and ooh, crack cupcakes. I'm I'm sorry, I I keep going there. I know. Oh boy, I know, I know. So you know what you're gonna have to do. You know you're gonna have to slide me um, on Gabrielle's contact information, so I can. uh, Hopefully they won't get picked up in the in the mail transit as contraband or something. Oh lord. (laughs) Right. Well, well, hopefully when, uh, when she makes her next visit here, once this pandemic, then you can get them fresh out the oven where they oh, boy. or something like Ooh, that. Lord yeah. have mercy. Mm-hmm. So Carol, but, 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 go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, but I just wanted to share that uh, piece of information as well. I, um, I do what I do best and that's what I'm going to give you. But if there is something that a client requests that is not in my wheelhouse, I do, um, and we do partner with a lot of minority-owned businesses to, you know, supply that. And so, you know, if you need a balloon set up, I don't do balloons. I have vendors for balloons. I have vendors for for cupcakes. I have vendors for, you need a bounce house or whatever that is. So, you know, if it's not in my wheelhouse, DJs, photographers, all of that stuff. So just think about the date is a one-stop shop. And and the vendors that um, that I use, I don't get a cut from those vendors. What what they quote you is their price. So that is one of my give back to give back to the community type of thing is to use vendors that, uh, you know, that I have a working relationship with and make sure I present them. As as a matter of fact, right now I'm planning a graduation high school graduation party and she's on her way to um uh, Hampton University. So the theme is uh, school by the sea, school by the sea. Well, the client wants floating balloons in their pool. Well, for starters, I ain't getting no water to try to put no balloons in the water. So I, you know, I have someone. You <laughs> but you know, got your hair braided though, right? So you can get in the water. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I have to tell you off camera about that, uh, almost drowning accident, but that's a whole nother. Oh my goodness. So, but, but again, it's, 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 um, banners or any of that kind of stuff. It is what, um, you know, I, I work in partnership with a lot of other vendors and they do the same for me. If they know someone needs a caterer, trust and know they're giving my name and it's two of my, my, um, uh, top clients who say my name. Cause actually I, change their names to Beyonce because they say my name so much. Say my Sean name, Brown say my name. <laughs> Sean Brown and Alicia Brown Young. Those are my two. I the, the Browns in my life. And their names are Beyonce. And so when I see, I actually I have changed their names in my phone. Beyonce 1, Beyonce 2. Because I just know <laughs> it's they are calling me to say, hey, I gave your name to somebody. I gave your name to somebody. And now when she talks about banners, she's not lying. She had these fifty foot banners done at uh, at my daughter's party again, and 
I still got them in my storage unit. I don't know. I can't get rid of them. <laughs> what am I ever going to do with those things? They were 50 feet tall. And every time I talk about getting rid of my dad, my daughter's like, Daddy, you can't get rid of those. Can I tell you what you're going to do with them? What? Can I tell you what you're going to do with them? Absolutely. When, when baby girl builds that magnificent building, that, that, that building, that her signature building, that one that she's going to, her grandkids are going to say, oh, my granny built that building. You're going to hang them off the side of the building at the grand. That's what I'll hang them up in her wedding. Hang them up in her wedding, huh? Yeah. You just had to get another one with the groom. You worry about the yeah. groom? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. I'm a bit happy that I let him show up. Oh, Lord. I know. <laughs> so, so, Carol, Ken and I, Ken has ideas for side hustles. I got a couple ideas for side hustles. What advice would you give somebody that is looking to start a side hustle? Legal. Legally. <laughs> well, well, for starters, I want them to not call it a side hustle. Okay. I want them, I want them to call it my business. Mm. This is my business. Side hustles are something that you just kind of do every now and again. You know, okay, somebody may want a peach cobbler. I may make one here and there. That's a side hustle. You, you, you know, you just want a little income. You're not even trying to make money. You just, you like doing it and you kind of do it. No, um, as a matter of fact, Lauren was the one who, who helped me understand that. He said, Carol, this is not a side hustle. This is our business. This is our business and we need to treat it as such, you know. Uh, number one thing is, you know, customer service, that type of thing. So if you want to start a business, the best time is today. You know, you might don't, you know, you may have a business plan. You may not, but you know what you know how to do. What, you know, you know how to do what you do. Just go ahead. Step out on faith because I'm telling you, it's going to come. You're, the, um, the road is bumpy in starting a business. It's, you know, it's nowhere around. Anyone who owns a business can t- will tell you that. I'm not telling, this is not a, a secret. It's bumping. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall. But go ahead and get started on that business because it, whatever it is, there's a market for it. It is, it's enough room for everybody. I don't, it, if there is 15 caterers that see this, open up your catering business, open up your event planning business. So if you want to start your business, start it. And find a mentor, find someone that's already doing it, find someone that's already doing it. Because I'm telling you, if they are, are, you know, serious about their own business, I'm telling you, there's not one person that can, that uh, can ask me a question. And I'm like, Mm-mm, I ain't telling them that. <laughs> no, or he, I'm, that's not how, well, I'm not going to tell you how to make a peach cobbler and Lauren ain't going to tell you how to make a gumbo. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> They'd have to kill you. <laughs> They gave you the recipe, they'd have to kill you. No, I mean, I give you the recipe, but anything else, we are open and, you know, happy, you know, to share, um, share, you know, the tools of the, of the trade. We're, we're, we're happy to. So just go ahead and get started. I'm telling you, get, you know, just, I, I don't even know how any other way to do it, you know, and then you can start with the things to make it legal. You know, <laughs> trademarking your, trademarking your name. Make it legal. You know, getting your your um, your sales tax ID number. You know, getting those things. You know, doing that because you do have to pay. You know, you got to pay the government. <laughs> so, so you. When I want you to get in trouble behind that, but but go ahead, get started, 
And then, you know, just work your way through the paper, paperwork. And I'm telling you, it's, you're going to be fine. You're going to succeed because if it's love and your passion, you're going to do fine. And I think that's a good, a good piece of advice, Mike, because a lot of people don't, especially some of our younger folk, right? right. They, they don't understand um, the importance of a mentorship. Right. Resources that are available in the mentorship, because one of the things that uh, my mentor in business school used to always say to me is it's it's great to identify what you want to do. You have a love and you have a passion for, but it's just as important to identify what you're not good at. Right. Mm -hmm. And you don't go down the path just because you're trying to make some money because you saw someone else making some money. And then you have a subpar business, which ultimately affects your brand and affects right. things down the road. It's like it's like customer service, right? right. You, you can't be in the customer service business and then and then be in a drive through going buying ran, buying ran. Uh, <laughs> that, that ain't good customer service, right? <laughs> yeah, hopefully everyone knows what I'm referencing. I know what you buying referencing. Ran. Oh, so that's a good piece of advice, though, Carol. The mentorship, I think, is is awesome. And, and if more folk would take advantage of that resource, they'd realize, you know, they don't have to build, you know, something brand new. Someone's already built the wheel. You can make it better. Someone's already done that. You can make it better. Right. And you can gain from the experience and maybe miss some of the potholes right. and maybe miss some of those obstacles, you know, and grow on it. That's great advice, Carol. And like Carol already mentioned, outsourcing is okay. Yeah. Collaborating is okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Mike and I are better together in this podcast than right. I think individually. And that's why God put us together. So I'm happy. Yep. You're right. And then also, you know, the feedback from your clients, because I remember a girlfriend of mine um, living in Atlanta, Sherry, and she was, you know, she would see my, um, you know, posts. I would, you know, take pictures of the events and show things and all this stuff. And I remember her comment. She told me, uh, Carol, it's time to step your game up. You need to get some real plates and real forks and quit all the acrylic <laughs> and throw it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, you know, because, oh, oh okay, let's, let's, let's go for it. And the next thing I knew, and, and let me tell you, and this is just the Holy Spirit heard that, and he worked it out because – Another girlfriend of mine's in um, uh, Hillary out of D.C., she Dallas, born and raised. She had an event and um, she bought all of these plates and these forks and these napkins, all this stuff. But she lived in D.C. and she said, I'm not shipping this stuff back. Carol, if you want it, come get it. 200 settings of everything. Awesome. Didn't have to buy it or anything. She gifted that to me. And so <laughs> you know, when you when you put things out there in the atmosphere and you pray and whatever and you 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 know have good intentions, it'll just come to you. I, I I knew I needed to buy some, hadn't bought them yet. And the next thing I know, I get a call and there it all it all just falls in my lap. And Lauren and I couldn't get to the country club where she was having <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> and she's and she was like, "Oh, let my people. No, no, no. We'll wash them. We just, <laughs> just uh, uh-uh, uh, uh. I'm not even. You know, you've given you've given me given us this. Right. We we'll take care of that. We'll 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 get all this stuff washed and packaged. You know, put in because you know in our storage. But yeah, and so and so that's another thing of stepping up our game. Stepping up our game. As a matter of fact, we just had a call. Him and I were talking today. 
it's time to buy new chafing dishes. And I'm just saying, you know, we just need to go ahead and just make that investment because, you know, it's, it's just time. And, and that's another thing with these business. You have to put money, your money back into your business. Yes. You just cannot continue to think you're going to service your customers and you're not putting money back into your business. So out of those profits that you make, you have to reinvest in yourself. And really, you're reinvesting in yourself. You're, 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 uh, you know, you want to put out the best product at the time because, you know, you know, with event planning, everything is uh, cynical. You know, this year is balloons. Last year it was cotton candy. Next year it's going to be something else. And so you have to, you know, invest in those things. Right. So I I need to ask a question though, if I can. (laughs) It's not related to cupcakes, is it? (laughs) Or crack. (laughs) Now that you brought that up. No. (laughs) I don't know where you can buy any crack yet. Okay. <laughs> we do not advocate the sale of drugs on Avapod. The opinions of the host are not necessarily. <laughs> no. So I've got I've got your professional expertise on the line here. So forgive me if I sound a little dumb. That's not hard for me to do sometimes. Chafing dish. What exactly is a chafing dish? That's the that's question number one. Okay, so I'm gonna put in layman's terms. When you are at a restaurant event and the food is in a silver looking thing where the food is staying hot, that those are chafers. Chafers. They are called chafers. Okay. And that is where serving um, is what you serve your food in. And it's all, it's a presentation type of thing. Okay. You know, it's, 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 um, they are, I mean, you can buy some as cheap as $20 and, and up until two or $300. Okay. So it's all about the presentation of it, because that's another thing to, uh, you know, with, with this business, you know, I don't care how good your food um, is. If you don't come with that presentation, because you want their guests to come in and say, Ooh, ah, Oh, Oh, okay. So, 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 so that's what, you okay. know, what, what we have to do in order to make the, uh, the whole experience, um, you know, be exceptional. Okay. But those are chafers. Great. Cause those silver things that, that sit on the table that have food in them. Cause anytime I hear chafing, you know, first thing I, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Cause back in college when I played football, I used to chafe all the time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I need a baby powder for that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So here's the next, these are honest questions. I ask questions for understanding. Okay. That's my whole purpose for asking questions. Um, second one, what, um, so I had this, this, I made some, some sliced up some cheese the other day and I had it on this little cutting board and my daughter came down and said, Oh, you made your own chicanery board and chartreuse board. And I'm like, what? What is what is she talking about? Well, it's called charcuterie board. Shark, so C H A R. You can't even say it. Reboard. Charcuterie, chicanery, tomfoolery, tomfoolery, shanana. Charcuterie board. But back in the day, it was called meat and cheese. Right. Meat and cheese board. Meat and cheese. Well, there was no meat on this board. It was just a cheese board. Was the cheese and crackers? Yeah. I get some meat next week. It'll be it'll be a meat board. 
You can have vegetarian <laughs> charcuterie boards. You can have them. They, you can make them all different ways. You can have a fruit charcuterie board. You can have a meat and cheese. You can have whatever you like on those boards. But there are some things you just don't put them put them on, put on them. What? But there is more of what you can versus what you can't. What, what can't you put on the charcuterie board? One thing is, and this is just me. And you know what? I, I'm I'm going to say this is just me. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying this is just mine. It's it's tomatoes. That's just one thing. Tomatoes. You don't put tomatoes on the charcuterie board. Let me write that no, down. Cherry or sliced or anything like that. You, just, you don't put no. tomatoes on there. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned two yeah. things. <laughs> I learned what a chafing dish is and what a schenanery, uh, uh shanana. A tomfoolery board. The, the charcuterie, chicanery. <laughs> Diabolical and chicanery. <laughs> Charcuterie, charcuterie. charcuterie. <laughs> All right. So, Carol, during the pandemic, a lot of people picked up new hab- hab- uh, hobbies. And Habits. You uh, See? <laughs> see, it's the crack. Talking about the crack, man. Don't blame me. I did not he pick up it. any bad habits. <laughs> Drug habits, no. Uh, <laughs> people be- <laughs> A lot of people picked up some new <laughs> interests and hobbies during the pandemic. Did you pick up anything new? Let me think about it during the pandemic. Did I pick up anything new? No, I really didn't pick up anything new. But what I did was I really, and, and a lot of people did this, I really started to like my house. Okay, That's a good thing. Before... Before, you know, we were we were just moving around so much. You know, we, you know, for me, I, you know, my home was almost come in. It was just a place to come shower, change clothes, and leave. You know, and so this pandemic with us having to be here so much, it just made me appreciate, you know, my home and let me find. And then with that, it made me start finding things that I wanted to improve. So, I mean, since then. I've uh, gotten my yard front and back. I put a new fence. I got hardwood floors and I'm about to get a, a paint job on the inside. So it's so it was those things that, you know, you just kind of just, you know, just ignored. But it really made me appreciate, you know, my home. So now I'm making it to where, you know, I want to stay here more. I want to, you know, be here more. I'm making it, you know, my daughter you know, is gone. She moved out few years ago and I really just hadn't done anything. So I'm making this, um, my home that I, you know, that's me. Right. That says, right. Oh, when you walk in, you know, this is, this, this is, this is a representation. It says Carol's Carol. home. Right. It says right. Carol. Yes. It's Carol's home. Warm and pleasant. Yeah. She's probably got a, mm-hmm. one of those signs. Carol's home. Carol's home. Carol's home. Carol's home. Oh, I can well, see. Mike, I think I need to make me one. We're going to get one of those for you. We get one of those from the white yes, picket fence. Yes. Ken is actually a good handyman. He could probably make one of those. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. He could probably do that. I'll try. I don't, yeah, like, I'll try. I don't like spending money on anything. So <laughs> I, try, I try to make stuff. He cheap, in other words. <laughs> I'm frugal. <laughs> I'm frugal. Oh, Carol good. knows that. Good, good, good. He knows that from the parties. Right, right. She's like, give me some money, Ken. I'm like, no, 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 no. 
And she slides you another cupcake. <laughs> she slides me another cupcake. Now, how much you want? And a big wad of money just fall out your just pocket. Poof, big wad of money. Yes. yes so, Carol, yes. oh, thank you so much for being on. This was a lot of fun. It was great to catch up with you and talk about your business. How can people get a hold of you? They want to hire the date for their event. Um, tell us how they can get a hold of you. Sure. I am on uh, Instagram and Facebook, and it's The Date Catering. Um, on uh, Facebook, um, you can find it under my name, Carol Hampton. On Instagram, it's at Carol Party Stylist. Um, and again, you know, those are my ways of getting in contact. Yes, I need to move into the 21st century and get that website. <laughs> working on it, so I don't have it. I don't have it yet. But most of my business <clears throat> so far have been, you know, word of mouth. But imagine if I get a website, what it may take me. So I'm going. It is in the works. But those are the ways you can get a hold of me. Okay. So from this date forward, I will never say side hustle again. Oh. I am eliminating that phrase from my vocabulary. No longer a side hustle. It's a business. Unless you're dealing in cupcakes. (laughs) (laughs) Lord have mercy. (laughs) All right. Anything, any last words, Mike? Thank you, Carol. It was good seeing you. You're more than welcome. We can't wait to hang out again. The date, y'all. The date, the date, a full service catering and event planning company in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. Call her. Call her. Don't hesitate. Let us cater to you. Let her cater to us. Yes. And if you need a date, call the date. With the peach cobbler and the gumbo. The gumbo. And the crack. Cupcakes. No crack. No. Carol, such a pleasure. Thank you so much. We love you. Love you. Love you both. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. I'm very hungry.